Hi, Justin. Oh, hey, Chris. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. It is Sunday. It is Easter Sunday if you celebrate that sort of thing. Uh, we're back for another episode of I'm No Expert. This is episode number four, Quattro. Yes, sir. Who thought we would have made it this far? I know. Thanks for all the subscribers out there. Um, thanks for following us on Twitter, giving us your feedback. Shoot us an email through the contact page at noexpertshow.com. And we have a little fake follow-up because we talked about our favorite podcasting applications last week on the show. Oh, yes. It's probably time for me to eat some crow. <laughs> I think we both. We both <laughs> threw them under the bus, and we apologize. Uh, we're talking, of course, about Pocket Cast. And Pocket Cast is an amazing uh, podcast application that you can run on iPhone. And I found out recently on Android, too. Oh, Share cool. the love all around. Uh, we had some issues with our feed on that particular application. It wasn't coming through, and we kind of bad-mouthed it last week. We're like, oh, Pocket Cast, oh, you're so broken. Well, it was the one outlier in our defense. Yeah, and it was more our fault, not their fault. And they even sent us a nice support email um, to apologize, and they gave us our own custom little share link as well for the episode and the show. So we'll be tweeting that out momentarily for you guys to use podca- or Pocket Cast because they do, do a really cool web version of episodes. Yeah, it was pretty cool. And it was, I mean, as soon as she sent me the email, uh, the woman on the support team, she forced through a reset of the podcast automatically with Pocket Cast and it picked up on everything immediately. It, very good support. I've been as extremely pleased. Yeah, cool. So we are talking about... Our theme this week, which yeah. is... Yes, our theme this week is Trappist Beers. So uh, here with Fun Facts with Justin, we'll talk a, a little bit more about what Trappist Beers really means. Actually are, yes. Um, well, they're fancy and they're foreign. <laughs> and, That's true. Uh, we're starting out with a Chimay Grand Reserve Blue. Um, it's got a 95 on beeradvocate.com. We're going to hit some pretty high-scoring beers today. Uh, we're going to talk about three different ones from the Trappist Breweries. This beer was brewed by uh, Biers de Chimay, maybe? Who knows? In Belgium. Um, it's a strong, uh, it's a Belgium strong dark ale with a 9% ABV. It's available year-round. And our bottle was a big beer bottle. It's a B-cubed. <laughs> In B-cubed? Big beer bottle. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, moving a little slow today. <laughs> come on, come on. <laughs> no, no, I got it. I'm an engineer. Okay. But uh, no, I, this Chimay Blue Cap Grand Reserve. So Chimay is one of the older Trappist breweries. It's been around since 1862, Damn. which is uh, somewhat mind-blowing to me. That's very, very old. Um, we had a really good head retention on it um, when we first poured it. And if you didn't know what head retention is... Listen to the last episode. We talked about head <laughs> retention for like 10 minutes. Um, initial color, what do you think? It's kind of uh, really It's got opaque. some distinct haze to it. Yeah. I guess that's maybe not a color, but more of an opacity comment. But it has that definite haze, which is uh, just shows there's a lot of fresh yeast in this. And it's very, very dark, dark brown, but not not chocolate, not dark chocolate brown but just really really like deep opaque brown i guess that makes sense for the season uh this is usually brewed as a or was originally brewed as a christmas beer so oh, okay you can make sense kind of think of it as maybe the same color as a lot of those winter porters etc but 
uh, give it a little cloud haze that, mm. that's coming from this fresh yeast. And that, that's just a color, not a taste comment. I haven't tasted it yet. Cloud haze sounds like a hipster band. <laughs> it should be. I'm copyright right there. So, smell, what do you get off of initial aroma, initial smell? After, after I'm smelling it as well. Uh, overwhelmingly, I'm getting a lot of distinct clove t- like smell here. That's very uh, forefront here in my nose. I get clove and I get banana. Yeah, I get some banana. I think, uh, what is this, a Belgian strong? Yeah. I think banana is not uncommon for uh, like an estuary smell that yeah. you get from Belgian beers. And I was having a discussion with somebody because we were talking about the banana flavors in some darker beers. Mm-hmm. And they're like, how do they get the bananas in the beer? Like, it doesn't make sense. Like, when do they put bananas in there? And I'm like, well, it's not actually bananas. It's actually just like the chemicals that are very similar to banana smell and banana flavor. Yeah, and that, that comes from the esters that you're getting from the Belgian yeast, right? typically. But there's not, they're not actually crushing up bananas and putting them in the bottle, which, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's a fruit beer. Maybe it's Maybe a fruit it's an beer. Idea. That's, that could be a definite idea. I'm getting some, uh, speaking of fruit, you getting any fruit in this beer? I'm getting, I know I say this a lot, but I'm getting darker fruit, and I've said this one previous week about a Belgian, but I'm going to stick with my prune call, prune, mm. raisin, that kind of darker fruits. I get berry. I get blackberry. I get strawberry. In this one. I'm, I'm not getting quite that brightness, but I don't disagree with, like, the general direction. Just more uh, heavy, more of a heavy smell. I'm also getting kind of a tobacco-type smell out of it, which is kind of weird. But... Yeah, interesting. Um, flavor-wise, it's going to take me a minute. Flavor-wise already, like, initially, like, first sip, super complex. Very interesting. Wow, that is, that is um... Usually when I get a woody taste, I get it at the end. I'm getting like an oaky taste right on that first tip of my yeah. tongue from Kinda this beer. Kind of reminds me of like barbecue smoke, but not like with the woods, wood taste. Yeah. But not, not, you don't get like the smoke flavor. I would agree with that. It's yeah. like the, it's like the wood before it's being smoked. Mm-hmm. That kind of, that kind of woodsy flavor to it. Uh, Taste, I don't really get too much of, like, that banana flavor that I smelled initially. No, um, I do get some fruit, but I'm getting, uh, maybe it's how it's mixing with the sweetness, but I'm getting more apple, almost, like a caramel oh. apple. Interesting. Like a malted caramel apple flavor. A yeah, bit. It, it's mixing with that dark fruit and with some of the malt sweetness, and I think that's giving me kind of the caramel taste, and I'm just combining it into one because I'm simple-minded. Oh, I get caramel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Distinctly. And I don't know. I'm really liking this beer. I'm, let's see if I can get some more out of it here. Tell us your secrets, magical beer. Sometimes I do that when you're drinking a beer. You kind of tell us your secrets. On the finish, I'm actually getting a fruity finish. And well, let's see if you agree with me that far. You getting any kind of uplifting fruit at the end? I get a little sour taste at the very end. Yeah, I, I think I think I'd describe that as spicy. Mm. More more not spicy as in hot, spicy as in uh like cooking spices, and I think that's coming from the yeast, in my opinion. Yeah. I kinda get the combination of like a fruit uh, like a soured fruit at the very end. Not so much like up front as like a sour beer is, but more as a it's kind of a finishing sort of flourish. 
Yeah. Almost. Because it kind of lifts everything. It's got a very high ABV of like 9%. And I thought it was going to bring definitely, I was going to, I thought it was going to taste more of that in mm-hmm. it, but I don't. Yeah. It, I, it masked the alcohol well, which, uh, which is probably dangerous. So it's a good thing that I walk home from here. Yeah. That's true. Be we safe. We, we've Drink got a uh, big beer show. Big beer show. Yeah. Uh, definitely very enjoyable. Yeah, I'm, I'm loving it. I'm getting the fruitiness. I'm getting that sweet sugar caramel taste. I've, I'm even getting a little bit of the spice and some bread notes. It very well balanced beer. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I get, I don't get any of the banana, which I kind of thought was odd because I smelled it so up front initially in the aroma. I agree. Um, I get that caramelized flavor. I get kind of that woodsy flavor. Maybe almost like a maple syrupy flavor. Kind of a play off the caramel. Maybe like just a, syrup. Maybe not maple syrup. Re, like a real maple syrup. Yes. So more... Not Aunt Jemima. Like... No. You just stabbed a tree and it's pouring out Bugs Bunny style. Yes. Absolutely. Exactly like that. Um, and then I get... I still get that like soured fruit finish at yeah. the very end of it. And it could be just like a combination of an alcohol percentage and, and the yeast percentage and everything. I think... But I think we could put a pin on it. Uh, do you... It's a little bit of a stretch, so bear with me. Try not to slap me across the table, but maybe cherry, kind of on the end of it. That, that's that's my cherries. Mm, yeah, I don't think I've said cherry. Maybe like a Bing cherry. Maybe even almost like a black cherry. If I would go yeah, with cherry, precisely. And it's it's more the tartness of a cherry that I'm trying to get at than the actual fruit flavor. Yeah, it's really alchemical because I'm like smelling this banana. I'm like, oh, it's going to taste like bananas, but it doesn't. No, it's very weird. Not at all. Definitely. Uh, I like this beer. Enjoyable. Uh, so that was the uh, so the Chimay Grand Reserve. The uh, blue. The blue bottle is this what is you're looking for. Probably one of the more common Trappists you can find at Chimay Brewery. They put out a decently higher volume than some of the others. And a lot of they have uh, three different color versions. They have a white, a red, and a blue. Okay. So. And are they like different, distinct styles or? I uh, yeah. I mean, this is something I should have researched a little better, probably. Sure. Let's say this. Fine. You're not an expert at this. It's the blue one is one style. The red one is a different style. The white one's a different style. Yeah, precisely. All right. Cool. So we're going to move on to our next Trappist beer. We'll be right back. Oh, hey, Justin. Oh, howdy. Fancy seeing you here. Welcome back to I'm No Expert, the show about beer, where we talk about beer for an undetermined amount of time. I, we, you know what we never do? What? We never introduce ourselves. No, we never really have introduced ourselves. That's okay. We're not going to. Uh, follow us on our website, noexpertshow.com. You can follow our Twitter page. You can follow us on our personal Twitter pages. Um, and you can subscribe to the show. We really appreciate your feedback. Let us know what you think. What beers should we be drinking? If you have any kind of other comments. Did we get it completely wrong? Who knows? Just let us know. <laughs> well, God, let's hope not. Well, I mean, we're not an expert on the show. No, or, no. But or how beers work. Uh, but, say, but passable journeyman. <laughs> true. Uh, we're drinking Trappist beers because um, in... 
traditional Christian Catholic culture, today is Easter, the yes, way that we're recording on. Yay, happy Easter. Well, it's probably Easter regardless of your culture. It's just whether you recognize it. Oh, true. The date's kind of set. True. Yeah. Um, so we are moved on to our second beer. This is a West Mall Trappist Triple. Uh, the brewery is from Belgium. The first name of the brewery, I cannot pronounce. The second name <laughs> of the brewery is West Mall. So just look that up. Uh, it is a triple. And it has an ABV of 9.5. Yes, what it this is. indeed. And it is a very clear golden yellow coming from uh, West Mall. I'll keep saying the years these breweries started because it just kind of blows my mind. But they started in 1836. Wow. Yeah. That's really old. It's it's somewhat incredible to think that is really near 200 years. That's unbelievable. I kind of want to see what happened. They were actually the first brewer of the double, although this is a triple, so that's kind of a sidebar. But oh, Okay, here you go. In January 18th of that year, Dade County, Florida was formed. <laughs> Good, so we were uh, still well on the East Coast. And the territory of Wisconsin was created. <laughs> it's so, sort of incredible since so, Milwaukee is almost, I would argue, the epicenter of American beer, or was at one time. So this brewery was founded the same year that Wisconsin was formed a territory, but not a state. Right. Interesting. And the first U.S. patent was granted to John Ruggles for the improvement to railroad steam locomotive tires. Well, this specific beer actually came out in 1934. Wow. Yes. Yes, indeed. It's kind of called... Uh, on their website, let's say they, they call it themselves the mother of all triples. Okay. So... and. I was asking during the break what actually was a triple. Yeah, so uh, do we want to get into this now or wait for the education segment? Let's we'll can... define triple now, and then we'll talk about Trappist. Okay, well, uh, and typically in Trappist there are, well, there's four types of ales, but you can really only buy three. So there is a single, a double, a triple, and a quad, which is short for quadruple, mm. funnily enough. So uh, double was basically just named double because it was the second beer that the monastery had made in short there's a lot of myth that it's hypothetically twice the abv of a single etc but double was created just that was the name of the first beer and it was named a double we're not exactly sure why except that it was the second beer they had created those are usually kind of a strong sweet brown they've got that spicy belgian yeast right triple is a uh, dry golden and it is uh, basically relatively similar to a Belgian Golden Strong. So so this one, uh, this West Mall that we're, is definitely very golden. It's not, it's less transparent than the previous beer. I can kind of see, if you hold it up, you can kind of see the shadows of your fingers if you would put them behind the glass. Yeah. Compared I, to the previous beer where you couldn't, you couldn't see the shadows. I mean, it's still got some extreme opacity. There's definitely a heavy yeast presence to this beer. And so on the aroma, definitely yeasty smell-wise. Jiggle it around. Yeah. Make those bubbles bubble. <laughs> yeah, that's the technical term. No, uh, I'm getting more spicy than fruity if I have to, you know, go on a binary scale. But they're both smells are there. Yeah. I definitely get more kind of uh, the yeast uh, smell notes plus a spicy note plus sort of that... Um, I get a little of an alcohol note yeah, because it's a 9.5. It is boozier than the double. It triples typically are. And just a comment. Wow, I just swirled this a little bit, 
and whole new dimension. Head right? retention. Wow. It just like bubbles up crazy. I'm getting some fruit now with the like the future smells. It's it's coming out more and more to me. I'm I'm thinking it's brighter fruits than the first beer, yeah. significantly. I'm thinking more along the line of pears, perhaps. Maybe a stone fruit, maybe like a peach a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I really can't get any more and then I'm getting kind of that spicy note and uh maybe a bit of a grassy note. Kind of like you get uh from some of our previous show beers. Grassy as an as like a secondary aroma to to a yeast. Is yes. that what you kind of mean? Yes. Okay. Like a, another earthly earthly presence Earth, to the smell. Earthy. Earthly. Well, yeah, I, that's, that's yeah. yeah. play yeah. on words. Uh flavor wise, initially on the initial sips, very smooth, but it's got a spice on the finish. Yeah. Um it's a little hard for me to skip straight to the end, so I'm gonna I'm gonna try to go front to end with what I'm tasting. That's what I got is like a roller coaster. Yeah, yeah. Roller coaster for like I'm, I'm getting okay, some first, significant first. sweetness up front. Sweet. It's a lot sweeter than I don't know. It it's sweet. I would say sweeter than the first beer. Okay. And then second flavor. I get sweetness. Mine kind of went really kind of down the roller coaster hill into just I got spice really quickly. I'm getting predominantly sweetness, and I am getting banana taste out of this beer, which is funny because I didn't smell it as much in this one. But I'm getting like a banana bread kind of taste. In the a little bit, of mine. a little bit, and I think it's yeah, banana bread definitely makes sense because how the yeast is so upfront and yeah. the aroma, you get more of that, and then the banana is more kind of as a secondary, and then a little you get a little like hint of it. Like yeah, a, a little bit in a little bit of banana bread, maybe a little candy sugar, and then it's straight to that yeasty spiciness that you were talking about yeah. that hits in the middle of the taste for me it's really like a back of the throat kind of spiciness mm-hmm. you, can you pick out what spices those are at all mm. i'm i'm really struggling you're a lot better with let spices me turn up my me. spice detector beep 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 do 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 inspector gadget clove i get all spice and i get i almost want to say nutmeg a little bit maybe I definitely agree with the first two. I'm struggling to pick out the nutmeg. Well, it's hard to pick out nutmeg because nutmeg, when you use it normally, is you can't really distinguish. It becomes pretty muted pretty quickly. Right, but it's kind of that like weird little twinge at yeah. the very end that you kind of get. I definitely get some kind of, with the spice, I almost get some kind of like herbal. Yeah, I I, I am too, actually, and I'm trying to pick what it is. I, I think there's some... In addition to that herbal, there's some lemoniness, for lack of a better word. I didn't want to say citrusy, but lemon. It's yeah. kind of uplifting that spice to me. But I'm not sure what herbal note there is. But I am getting that. I almost want to say, I'm going to be completely wrong. I'm just going to shot in the dark. Yeah. I'm going to say like a really hint, like a slight hint of like rosemary. I'm getting rosemary, lemon, citrus mixed with some like allspice and a little clove, and a little nutmeg. That's that's that whole spice combination at the very end. I'm just going to let you call that one because I'm, I'm struggling to demarcate those. I'm so probably well. completely wrong. Let uh, us know in the comments. <laughs> Am I completely wrong? As probably. A, as a uh, general comment on the beer, it's finishing a lot drier. It's a lot crisper than the other beer. Uh, and, I don't know, kind of a lighter body mouthfeel to it. Yeah. Hmm. And I don't want to compare it to the first one we just had because... Well, they're different types. They're different types, definitely different styles. 
yeah, as something as like a little bit like lighter, a little bit more complex. It's almost like an easier drink than the first one. Does that make sense? Yes, I agree. I have a potential spice. So, well, it's an herb, not a spice, but okay. maybe a herb. herb. Sage. Ooh. Interesting. That would definitely contribute to, like, earthy flavor, earthy notes to it. I think that's kind of what I'm tasting that's backing up that hot bitterness that's there in that back-of-the-throat taste that you were bringing up earlier. That's Or it's the best descriptor I can find. Hmm. Interesting. I definitely agree. I definitely agree in the sh- in the sage as as that kind of primary earthy element because that definitely contributes to the earthy yeasty flavor but as well as the spices and the citrus yeah well it's the best i can do anyway uh spice knowledge is relatively limited i did grow up purely on fast food it's disgusting and uh october 2nd of this of 1836 charles darwin returns to england aboard the hms beagle with the biological data that he will later use to develop his theory of evolution. Mm, indeed. Well, and, it's more natural selection, right? Technically. Didn't he start with natural selection? Uh, this is theory of evolution. Okay. With that, with that particular drink. So, uh, with that, we will be right back. Hey, welcome back to I'm No Expert. It's the part of the show where Justin, this week, gives us fun facts, which we like to call Fun Facts with Justin. Yeah, indeed. I I have business cards. I can pass them out later. You're, are you a fun fact expert or a fun expert? <laughs> uh, no, no, I'm definitely not. But let's call me a fun fact connoisseur. Ooh, I, connoisseur. I'm like a uh, 365 daily calendar of fun facts. Oh, those are the best. They have little comics on them. <laughs> no real value added, but you can rip it off at the beginning of the workday, so you just feel like you're moving one day closer to death. <laughs> oh, anyway, uh, happy Easter, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry about that note. Uh, yeah, happy Easter. So I guess we'll go ahead and explain this theme that we've been sort of hinting at and going digressing through this whole time. Uh, this So the Trappist theme, so... In general, Trappist, it's not really a beer style. It more describes the origin of these beers. So what I mean by that is these brews are coming from Trappist monasteries, and there are restrictions to how what it can mean to be a Trappist monastery. And now there's actually a conglomeration which defines who is Trappist. And uh, for many, 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 many years until uh, 2012, 2013-ish, there was only seven Trappist breweries. But in the meantime, there are now 10, one of which is actually in America. And then one in Austria, two in the Netherlands, and six in Belgium. Yes, indeed. Uh, the one in America is called St. Joseph's Abbey. So uh, I forget where they based out of. Somewhere east. Do you remember? Massachusetts. There you go. So uh, anyway, um, I guess the first comment on how you can identify a Trappist beer at a store is all of them have the authentic Trappist logo, which is just a uh, 
hexagonal seal that you usually find on the back of the beer. Here on the Vesmal one, it's triple, or it's uh, on the Vesmal triple, it is purple, and uh, it says authentic Trappist product right there in the middle. Um, let's see if it's the same color on all the others. Oh, yep, there it is. Yep, so uh, there we go. You can uh, look for that logo. And on, on this bottle, it says, don't tip it over. It could spill. <laughs> it's got a bottle with an X through it. Don't don't tip it over. Well, thank God. I wonder if it tells you not to bash your brains in with it as well. It also tells us you what kind of glass to drink it in. Yeah, well, we broke that rule. <laughs> but um, anyway, uh, the Trappist brews are a pretty rich history, the oldest of which is Orville, which we didn't have on the show. But it uh, that was actually founded in the 11th century. So Trappist brews have been around for quite a while. Um, those aforementioned rules to define a Trappist beer... Are number one, the beer must be brewed within the walls of that monastery or abbey, and the brewing process has to be totally in control of by the monks. Number two, the uh, brewery, the beer choices, the recipes, commercial orientations, marketing, everything that has to do with the beer, front to back, must be is totally dependent on that monastic community. They they can't be hiring third parties to be developing the recipes for them. And then number three which is probably the most crucial and maybe the most interesting in a society like today where craft beer is booming in the market, is that the uh, economic purpose of the brewery must be directed toward assistance and not toward financial product. That is read directly from the website of the association. So uh, I guess that's kind of, I find that really interesting that they are turning zero profit. They are basically turning enough money so that they may continue brewing and sustain their monk lifestyle. Yeah. Um, some of these breweries are e- brews are easier to pick up than others. Um, that Chimay is relatively common. The, our upcoming beer, the Trappist Rockfort, is not too hard to find. But if you're looking for like a West Westelveltren, well, sorry, forgive me in advance. Westelveltren. Yeah, that's uh, one of the tougher ones to find. You may have to go there. Um, and as we already mentioned, I guess kind of the last comment, they are, or my last comment, there's singles, doubles, triples, and quads. Quad was relatively recently announced, and singles you can't buy distributed. You will have to go to the brewery to pick it up. They're originally really low alcohol beers that are intended to be drank by the monks while they're brewing, but you can pick them up on site at some of the breweries. There you go. Trappist beers. Interesting. Uh, Wikipedia article, as I'm reading, because how do you learn things on the internet without Wikipedia? Well, I went to Google University myself. There you go. Uh, French Abbey of uh, Sainte-Marie-de-Mont-de-Cats has been selling Trappist beer since June 16th, 2011, uh, but does not participate in the authentic Trappist seal, which is kind of like, do you remember... The Nintendo seal of approval on the game cartridges for, like, the NES and the yes. SNES. Yes, I do. It's kind of like that. So you see this little hexagon. You know you're getting an authentic Trappist beer. And don't buy it if you don't have a tiny little seal on it. Well, you just reminded me of one more thing I should say. Um, if you see something called an Abbey Ale, that roughly means that they're mimicking the style of a Trappist Ale, but they are not from a Trappist brewery. So a lot of times you can get great Abbey Ales that are going to be a very similar style, very similar brew. It's just from a different brewery. So that's something to keep in mind. Cool. All right. Now let's go to our final beer 
And you've already hinted at it. Well, I, I no, I didn't say which one. Okay. Just said the rough name. So. All right. Okay. We'll be right back with the final beer. Hey, Justin. Oh, howdy, Chris. Welcome back to I'm No Expert. This is episode four of the show, and happy Easter. We're talking about Trappist beers. Yes, indeed. Who knew drinking could be so good for your soul? Exactly. Great. Um, so we are on to our third and final beer of this particular episode. Mm-hmm. This is a Trappist... R- R- I've been saying Rockford. Rockford, number 10. I'm sure that's a horrible Americanization, but I'm going to stick with sure, it. Sure, why not? Um, it has a, this is kind of crazy, it's had 100 on a beer advocate score right now. Relatively incredible, yeah. I mean, it's one of the most heralded uh, Trappists. Um, it is, well, this is a quad. It is a quad. It's a quad. And it has 11.30 ABV. <laughs> well, we should say the number. This is the Trappist Rockford number 10. Oh, number 10. So, Sorry, number 10. No, it's okay. They have three beer. They might have more than three beers, but uh, three that I know of that are mass production, a six, an eight, and a 10. And basically, they go up in just how high a percentage they are. So you got the number six is a seven and a half percent, and it's kind of a, I've had it. It's been a long time. Kind of a reddish color, if I remember correctly. And it's uh, one of the lower percentiles of how much they brew. The number eight is uh, a little more brownish, a little fruitier, and it, uh, let's see, website, website, comes in at a 9.2. And then this is the darkest beer of the three by a healthy margin, and it comes in at an 11.3. Which is kind of, like, crazy to think about. Yeah, I mean, wine territory is, like, 18, so we're not ridiculously south of a wine. right. And a, and a completely different method of of production. Yes, yes. I mean, I won't even talk about it because I don't want to talk directly out of my anus. Hey, but wine. Hey, wine people. Hey, help us out. Hey, you know about wine? Let's talk about it. Um, this episode, we actually Trappist. We we got the theme from who did we get the theme from? Actually, we got this one from uh, one of our listeners, Kelsey, and. Uh, she put together the whole idea of this matching with Easter, and uh, I can't help but take a good pun, even if it's non-homonym. So I thought we had run with this. So thank you very much, Kelsey. Daddy took her T-bird away. <laughs> fun, fun, fun. Okay. Anyway, uh, so color-wise, uh, very dark, opaque. Very, very dark. It's got a little red to it. Um, I could see that. But it's mainly reddish-brown. Oh, if you look at the bottom, there's a healthy sediment layer that you can see distinctly oh, against yeah. the red. Not not only is it really cloudy, you can see, I mean, physical clods sitting yeah. at the bottom. So there's definitely stuff in here. I mean, there's 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 things floating around. Yes, indeed. Okay, initial aroma. I just smelled this. And... <laughs> that is powerful. <laughs> Holy crap. Okay. 
Um, um, glad we had this last, or else the rest of the show would have been like, hooray, beer. That was our official endorsement from Red Stripe. No, don't say their name on this program. <laughs> no, uh, I won't diss breweries. I did get reprimanded for that from another listener this week. Wow. Um, really fruity, really boozy first. Yeah, boozy, it, boozy first. Heavy booze, and then I'm getting a lot of fruit. But I, as I smell more, I'm getting more and more layers out of it. So I'm gonna try to swirl it excuse again. Excuse me while I uh, let's, excessively let's, sniff. Let's let's swirl it down. All right. So I get boozy, I get fruity, and then I'm getting like a chocolatey sweetness smell out of it. I'm getting that malt on the back, almost like a vanilla, but not quite. Okay. I don't, but I'll take your word for it. It's right on the back of it. At subtle. What do you have any idea what fruits you're getting out of the smell? Hmm. I don't get, I, I just get like a combination of them. I don't get a single initial like fruit felt, like smell. Fruit basket, if you will. Yeah, fruit basket. I'm gonna An s- edible arrangement, if you will. I'm, I'm going to stick with some lighter fruits in this one. I think, you know, banana, pear, apple, mm, and then I'm going to stick with that vanilla call. I think maybe those fruits with some mm-hmm. vanilla. And I'm going to stick with my chocolate call too. I'm pretty happy with my smell, so... I kind of get the chocolate. It's just the sniffer is on today. Your sniffer is on. <laughs> well, that is damn good, in my opinion. Yeah, and it's and it's what's interesting is that usually when I have like a beer, there's like peaks and valleys of different of of different flavor combinations as you drink it. This one is just like one continuous peak. It's gonna take me a bunch of sips to pull these out. I agree. It's. It's blended so well that you're not getting like an upfront bitterness or a later fruit. It's all coming in at one time for yeah. me. Wow. Um, I am getting those fruit flavors. I know I said fruit basket. I don't know, like those orchard, orchard type fruit flavors. I definitely brighter. get, yeah, I definitely get kind of, I think more, more apple than, than anything. Yeah, I would agree with that. I don't know if I, as I drink it, it's it's not so much as a combination. It's more kind of, I get I get apple flavors. I don't get any kind of berry. I don't get any kind of stone fruit. Um, because, I mean, there's so many, it's almost, it's almost kind of like a green apple, maybe? Maybe. Maybe like a mold green apple. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting some good woodiness to this, too. Um, like, struggling to pick out what wood. It's not oak. It's not cedar, but but there's some distinct woodiness that's hitting me. Yeah, I get that. Um, do you cook with much else? Can you with like with like wood? Yeah, have you uh, personally? I just haven't. I mean, it depends. You don't really depends on the and the type of protein that you're looking at, but most of the time, you're you're looking for for a lighter, more like aromatic wood because a darker harder wood is going to give you darker harder flavors which usually overpowers what you're going to be smoking well maybe outside of the wood i'm going to say it's distinctly tastes like it's barrel aged Mm. maybe that maybe that's my call on it is it who knows we could probably look that up internet but uh it tastes barrel aged to me so i'm gonna gonna stick with that and it's interesting because we the first the chimay we got a lot of like wood flavors out of that, it would be interesting to see if that's actually. We could discuss this in the post show. What was that? Oh yeah, and uh, 
and how this one is more of like that like wood flavor but not so much it's actually maybe actually wood aged yeah i I would agree with that kind of see artificial because the chimay had that artificial kind of the smokiness to it this has more like barrel age sticking in it so now we're talking about science molecules happening this is crazy (laughs) <laughs> I just resisted the urge to sing Justin Nye the Science Guy. So you're welcome, listeners. Justin Nye the Science Guy. I think that's going to be our new educational segment. <laughs> what uh, Are you getting any other flavors? I'm trying to pull the sweetness. Uh, I smelled the vanilla. I maybe tasted in the back, but it, it I'm struggling. It doesn't taste as much like vanilla, but it is. The sweetness of it's there. By back, I mean back of my tongue because as I sip it, it's all one flavor. I'm just trying to pull out layers. I don't know. I don't know if I want to like if I want to like try to pull out layers because that's gonna like make it kind of all. Maybe that diminishes from it. I don't know, but it's a great. It's much smoother, creamier mouthfeel than the first beers. Oh yeah. Um, I don't know if that's just a richness of flavor, or if it's necessarily a texture difference. I think it's both. Mm -hmm. But uh, (laughs) it. It is a really good beer. We haven't had one beer tonight that I would not attach a really prefix before good. I've really enjoyed all three of these. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I know think, that's lazy writing. I think that that this one out of all three is probably the most confusing. I agree. Because you're kind of like, oh, it's really good. I don't know why, but it just is. I think the Chimay is probably the most um, complex and the West Mall is definitely the most accessible if it's your, like, first time drinking some kind of, like, Trappist uh, okay. concoction. Yeah, so not, like, accessible on the market. You mean drinkability? Yes. Okay. Yes, absolutely. So, so what is your uh, – is that your one, two, three order if you had to rank them against each other? I know they come in no, different spaces. No, I mean, personally, spaces. personally, I like the Chimay first. Okay. Um, I probably like this one in the middle, and I like the West Mall third. But oh. they're all v- very, very close. Yeah. They're very – but they're it's hard to rank them because they're very distinct. This one's relatively close to the Chimay. Right. In style at least. So I think those two are okay to rank against each other or easier for me to rank against each right. other. All right. I just like the Chimay more because it's more interesting for me, where this one is more confusing, but not bad. Okay. I'm gonna disagree with you a little on the rankings. I'm gonna put this uh Trappist Rockford number ten is my number one. I like that it's confusing and uh it's not confusing in a way that I'm not sure if I like this. It's confusing in the fl- just the flavor. Oh, God, I hate this word, but I'm going to say it. Synergy. Oh, God. Is, there we go. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but the flavor, I guess the synergy of the flavors, I'll stick to my guns, is really good. And I enjoy that on every sip, it's a same flavor that I am discovering a new dimension to rather than a, like, partitioned flavor yep. going through. I really like it. Anyway, that's my number one. Number two is actually going to be the West Mall. I really enjoyed the lightness of it and kind of how, I don't know, the brightness kind of brought out some of that spice, and I enjoyed that. And then number three is going to be the Chimay, which I still think was an incredible beer. It's just, for me, it was maybe not, it was really good. I'm not going to say, I think it was the least interesting of the three. But that's like, you know, ranking up your three best of anything. They're Incredible beers all around. Yeah, but it was just overshadowed by the other two. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> hopefully someday we have a beer we dislike. So people are like, oh. That show's coming up, I think. Yeah, well, we should definitely do that show. I think this summer we will. But uh, 
Let's not wet their palate too much. Let's no. keep the spoilers close to the chest. All right. Well, any other final thoughts on this final beer? No, not not for me. Um, I mean, it's my top beer of the night. I don't know if I'm going to say it's the best beer I've had in my life, but that's a conversation for another time. I don't know if it's a 100. Extremely good. It, favorite of the night by far. It, it's maybe not worth all the hype, but I would pick it up again in a heartbeat. All right, well, thanks so much for listening to I'm No Expert. Of course, you can go to our website, noexpertshow.com. Subscribe to the show there. Comment on the post when it goes up. You can send us an email. You can follow us on Twitter. Um, you can follow me personally on Twitter, which is at C. Loudenslager. You can follow Justin, which is at Langford Justin. And you didn't say what the show Twitter was. You just said you could follow us on Twitter. Oh no! I mean, it's through the, the website. Yeah, but I mean, no expert no, show, no expert. Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. No expert show is our Twitter handle. Follow us on there. Um, we love to hear feedback. If you disagree with us, let us know why did we fail miserably. Let us know why we failed about talking about these beers. If you have suggestions for the show, uh, show ideas, whatever, let us know. We love to hear from you. And, um, all right. Well, good night, Justin. Sweet dreams, Chris. All right. What is it going to be? random youtube guy this is eight million views by the way wow are we just gonna talk through this by the way i, I don't know that's fine with me we don't have to have a post show no we don't i think it's more fun to talk on the microphones okay it sounds more exciting well even if it's not post show i'll just tell you anyway then uh but yeah so tim had listened to our whole show and on the way here from chicago he finished the belgian show right and he was like holy shit they didn't have my favorite belgian beer Okay. And so he picked up a uh, Belgian Saison, and he's like, this is the iconic Belgian beer. You need to have this. And I cannot lie, it was pretty incredible. I gave it a four and a half on Untapped. And four and a half? I'm a relatively harsh judge in, you in are. my mind. I mean, th- I think we both are, except I think that we didn't, we give both, we gave Lolita Untapped five, didn't we? Yeah, I think I counted up, and I have almost, I'm getting close to 700 beers, and I've just I don't think I have double digit fives. If I do, it's just barely. Right. And uh, I gave this four and a half though. Is anyway it, suspense over Cezanne Dupont. I really enjoyed it. I'd highly recommend picking it up. Well, yeah, we should have it on the show. Well, yeah, we should sometime. Where can we get it? Well, uh, is Tim gonna send it to us? Is he gonna ship it to us? He probably could. Should we have him on the show? Um, uh, I mean, we could. Should I call him on FaceTime? Oh, wait. He doesn't, probably doesn't have FaceTime. No, he's an Android guy. Lame. But, I can't uh, do regular phones on here. But, yeah, he uh, he donated the beer, and me and him split it this weekend, and that was a very, very good beer. I was a big fan. You know what this sounds like to me? What? It sounds like Blink-182. You are off by a lot. <laughs>